on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We really were on a break. Welcome into the They Were On A Break podcast. We are on season three, episode 24, the one with the ultimate fighting champion. We are getting getting to the end of the season, sweets. We're Katie and Chloe. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chloe. I've never looked worse for a recording. You look so I'm cute. Literally... What are you talking about? You're in a jacket. <laughs> I look like Reba McIntyre. I don't know what my hair air dried to, but holy shit. Oh my god, I'm so glad you said Reba, because in college, my friend and I had this, like, stupid running inside joke about the Reba theme song. Hey! Yeah, how it starts with, hey, hey! And so, like, whenever we would see each other, we would go, hey, hey! That's so beautiful. I love (laughs) that so much. It's burned into my brain I forever. I love Reba so much, and my dad was on Reba. He was Reba's boyfriend in a couple of episodes. My dryer's going, and my clothes are drying. Know. So if you hear my cheetah print jacket, slapping. it's slapping. But then sometimes it stops, and I was going to stop it, but I need my clothes to be dry so I can wear them. <laughs> so it's like, y'all just deal. Whatever. You know what a dryer sounds like. But I absolutely love Reba. It is such a great show, and what a woman, what a singer, what a theme song. I used to watch that show in elementary school, and then my mom made me stop because there was, like, an episode where the kid learns about sex by watching the two, like, the neighbor has two dogs that keep going at it in the front yard. And, like, my mom was like... How do you get these jokes? And then she like made me stop watching it because <laughs> I wasn't allowed to learn about sex yet. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? How dare you learn things from Reba? It was the last <laughs> hey hey I ever heard. <laughs> what a shame! What a shame! <laughs> I have so much to talk about with this episode where I kind of thought that we wouldn't. But as I was taking my notes for the Ultimate Fighting Champion, I found out so many cool facts. Oh, well, that I love because I I don't love this episode. I never watch mm-hmm. it. I don't like it. I disagree with some of it. I just don't enjoy it. <laughs> I watch this episode quite a bit. That's crazy to you, me. You know, I love the PewDiePie storyline. And something that's burned in my brain in this storyline is... The really cute outfit that Monica wears when she's sitting ringside with, like, mm. the black bomber jacket and the plaid skirt. It is very cute. Tee. Uh, one of Monica's all-time best looks, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's Can't a get good enough one. of it. It is a really good one. Should we dive in? Yeah. You want to do storyline by storyline, or you want to do it all as it was? Um, as it was. I think we could go scene by scene just because I feel like a lot of them intertwine a little bit. They do a a bit. There's a lot of scenes where they talk about the next part. All right, let's do it. (laughs) So this episode aired on May 8th, 1997, uh, directed by Robbie Benson, and we have four writers credited for Mm. this one. So this is written by Scott Silvery, Shanna Goldberg-Meehan, Mark J. Coonerth and Pang Ni Landrum. 
those, that all together, that is quite a tongue twister. It really is. It's a lot of writers, though. They really went now, to town on this one. When we open at Central Perk, this is a cold open that I think about often. Okay. Um, first, we're we're opening with a stupid zinger from Chandler, the urine sample. Ha ha ha, urine sample. I want to slap the goatee off of his face. I hate goatees. I hate him so <laughs> much. And I hate him even more on like, if you're not a dad, you're not allowed to have one. No. Like if you haven't birthed a child, you're not allowed to have a goatee. It's not, you're not, it's just, it's only, it's dad's only. And something you know, about skinny fucking Chandler with his stupid fucking goatee, I literally want to hit him for no reason. And then he had the idea to say that urine joke, sweets, off, <laughs> get off, get off, no. I like to think that this kind of goes along with that episode where Monica's dating Richard and then like... Chandler grows the mustache to look like him and now she's dating Pete who has a goatee and Mm. Chandler's grown a goatee to look like him Uh, is that what happened though or did he just end up with a goatee I mean it's never said that that's what happened but I'm gonna think of it that way just so that I can think oh my god he's so in love with her and he doesn't even know (laughs) in the last episode did he have this goat I think so. Ugh, it is ugly, and I hate it. It's not it. good. It's, not, it's good. not good. It just doesn't fit. Even on Pete, it looks better. I think you just need to have a bigger, rounder face if you're going to do a yeah. goatee. I would probably look great with a goatee, because I've got a great big, round face. But <laughs> Chandler, no. A big boy with a goatee, that's like, that's goatee energy. But a little boy <laughs> with a goatee, that's like... You look like Lucifer. Like, the, Satan has walked through the door. A big boy and a little boy. <laughs> Those are the two the two men, the two options. I just like that big you boy, little describe boy. them as big and little. Not, like, muscular and scrawny, but big and little. We just went straight for it, and I love it. Simplify it. Don't overcomplicate. Yeah. No, you know? no, no, no need to. <laughs> Monica rushes in to talk about... Pete, they thought she was going to be proposed to, but before you know it, Robin Williams and Billy Crystal come in. Yep. And they're doing this whole bit about how Robin Williams thinks that his wife is cheating on him, and it turns out that his best friend, Billy Crystal's character, is the one who's sleeping with his wife. Now, I always get so excited when I see them on the screen, and then I'm so annoyed by the scene. Do you think <laughs> that it's funny? Because I do not, and I never have. Well, it's a good thing you bring that up, because apparently this entire scene was improvised okay. by Robin Williams and Billy Crystal. They weren't even written into the script. They weren't even supposed to be in this episode. They walk, They were there for another thing, correct? They were at Warner Brothers, they came to visit the set, mm-hmm. and then the writers just asked them to jump in for a cameo. Got it. Um, and even the lines that Joey and Monica say are unscripted. So the part where Joey like kind of interjects and is like, are you the gynecologist? Like, that was not in a script. Monica's line at the end where they're like, what were you going to say? And she's like, I have no idea also ad-libbed so i like it a little bit more knowing the backstory because i feel like it works cohesively and Mm -hmm. i think like the ending is funny but you can definitely tell that this is an ad-libbed bit 
Yeah. I just, it, I, it's like I really want to enjoy it because it's done by such, I, hold on. <laughs> I'm taking Katie, the code out. It's too fucking loud. The pressure was too much for Katie. She is mad about this washer. She is getting up. She's turning it off. She's done. See, this is what happens, you guys, when you have in-unit washer and dryer. I'm poor. I don't have that. So, <laughs> you know, who's who, you tell me who's God living bless. a better life. The person God who has to turn bless. things off or the person who has to pay Ugh. $5 to do their laundry. Are you still talking? Yeah, I was narrating what's happening for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I figured we'd just cut it, but I love it. What were you narrating? I was talking about the fact that you have in-unit laundry, and mm. I don't, and I have to pay like $5 for every load of laundry I do. I'm so sorry. But I never have to get up and turn it off in the middle of a recording. So you tell me who's <sighs> richer well, I, in spirit. I also couldn't, I, I could have just not done the laundry. And I even thought about it. I was like, this is going to make noise. I mean, now it's not because I took out the jacket with the massive zipper and you can't hear it anymore. <laughs> but I, it was li- it was annoying me. I was like, I can hear this so much that I'm literally, n- no, you need to come out right. I, li- I tore that fucking jacket out and I threw it on the ground. I was like, how dare you? Fuck you. The pressure, the pressure was getting to her, guys. It was just I too much. It, it was, I couldn't, drive her mad. I couldn't deal with it. But I want to like it, but I just don't think it's funny. I think it's funny, like, that they just showed up. Like, I love a Billy Crystal sighting, no matter what. Yeah. So I enjoy it, but I think, like... I don't even know if, like, Generation Alpha knows who, like, knows or cares about Robin Williams and Billy Crystal. I feel like once this ages a little bit more and people, like, completely don't care about them, they're going to be like, what the fuck is this and why is it funny? (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, it, like, for us, because we know Robin Williams and, like, he, that is his thing, is, like, he does the voices, he's great at improv and all of that, but it just didn't work for me. It never has. I like knowing the backstory but i just it doesn't fit it's controversial i think it would have been funnier if he didn't do the voice mm, the voice, the voice bo- it it was too much it is too much that's it feels like we're trying it feels like we're really trying to be funny you know and then like oh cheating on her with the gynecologist because he's got he's access got access it, it gives me an eye roll. I'm sorry. It does. I just, I don't know. I, it just doesn't, it doesn't work, you know? May he rest, but it doesn't work. I think that joke's kind of funny. But as a whole, I do enjoy watching the cast almost break. Because uh, mm. you can tell they're real close to it. But I do think that this will age a little more poorly over time. Yeah, I do too. Now... After that improv cold open, we get the theme song, and then we're back at Central Perk, and Monica breaks the news about Pete wanting to be the ultimate fighting champion. Mm-hmm. And the guys explain to her just how brutal this is going to be. The only rules are no eye gouging and no fish hooking. The only rules are there are no rules. <laughs> I, I knew that. I never yeah, watched the episode, but I was, like, doing something, and I wasn't looking, and I said it out loud. I knew it was coming, so I must wa- have watched it enough. <laughs> I do like this bit where Joey fish hooks Ross, 
And then he's like, that tastes so weird. And he's like, my hands are clean. I gave the duck a bath. Mm, never good. <laughs> and I can taste exactly like what that duck shampoo is going to taste like. Why? I don't know why. I just have this idea. I thought maybe you had like had it. a duck and like knew what duck shampoo smelled <laughs> like. But wouldn't it just be like, if I had a duck, I'd probably use like baby shampoo. I don't know. Duck. I feel like it... It probably, well, in Dawn. my mind, it tastes it tastes like how dog shampoo smells. But you're right. We've seen those Dove commercials where they're, like, washing the baby ducks in that, like, foamy Dove the do- soap. Is it Dawn? Dove? It's oh, the blue oh, shit. It's Dove? No, it's not. It's either Dove. No, it's Dawn. It's you're Dawn. right. Because Dove is, like, the Dove soap. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. We've seen that shit. His hands yeah. should not be that nasty. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's it's like, okay, yeah, I don't know. Some of these jokes, I'm just like, okay, let's let's move on. <laughs> now, this next scene I wrote, sigh, this is the episode where Chandler's boss spanks him. <laughs> okay, this is my favorite storyline. <gasps> this is my least favorite story. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Have we really even met this guy this much yet? Because he's incredible. This oh, boss, I, love him. I fucking love him. When he, <laughs> don't want to laugh, when he was like, had too many drinks, it was a dodgy drive home, the bridges never looked smaller. I laughed so hard, but then so terrible, oh my god, sir. <laughs> Chandler's boss, Doug, is played by Sam McMurray, and I do think he is so incredible in this role. He's so funny, as playing, like, literally the worst person you yeah. could ever talk to. <laughs> yeah. And then we get the... I mean, he sticks around so much that we see him when Monica and Chandler get together because the one with the fake laugh is with him. Yeah. It's just great. I love his character. I love that Chandler is first bothered by the fact that this man is smacking his ass and then in the end feels really left out after he told him <laughs> that it made him super uncomfortable. I just... It's so funny. And the fact that this man is absolutely driving home drunk and smacking his co-workers on the the ass it's just it's 10 out of 10 yeah chandler's getting congratulatory spanks i love that they don't call them spanks as much as they call them slaps like they're really trying to make it not like kinky that's true (laughs) and i never thought of it as like kinky i just and it was nice to see men being sexually harassed for once in the workplace and not women we love to see it we love to see it (laughs) (laughs) oh my god at the purple apartment ross is making a reservation for them uh, for a restaurant, and he uses the name Winona Ryder. Like, what are we, what is this, Chloe? What are we even doing? I mean, I have heard that people use celebrity names to get reservations, and I always think, are they not gonna, like, check? Like, could I call Olive Garden and, like, well, use no. the name Tom Hanks and then just get in? No, because they don't take reservations. I tried for my birthday, and it was a nightmare. Oh. We waited. Well, they were like, it's going to be an hour wait. And I was like, what? Who is waiting an hour for Olive Garden? Like, what are you talking about? And then we waited like 15 minutes, and they took us in, because that's what I wanted on my birthday. Um, but um, no, I don't think that that would work. And also, why is this happening? What? Where are you going to dinner? We don't even see them go to dinner. Chloe, 
What is happening in this episode? We had four riders, and we've just... D- d- yeah, they really just needed something for Ross to say, didn't they? They, yeah, but like, why? Just don't. Also, this is a total side note, but I heard that Justin Bieber uses the name Chandler Bing when he checks into hotels. That's incredible, but terrible so. that everybody knows now. <laughs> well, he talked about it on the Ellen show, I think, so I'm not blowing up his spot. Oh, he he blew He's up his own it. spot. I see. Yeah. I would never dox Justin Bieber. I was talking to someone on Bumble, and I asked my question of Friends or Seinfeld, and we were talking about it, and he was like, I have Chandler Bing's phone number, and then he gave it to me. Like Matthew Perry's phone number? Yeah. Why is he going around giving that to him? To I don't people? know. I have, I have why does no he have idea. It? I, no idea. I, I, it was so bizarre. Did I save it in my phone as Chandler Bing? Yeah. <laughs> have I called it? No. Never have. Never will, you know, but I have it. Um, Very interesting times. Do you remember those like celebrity? Remember that celebrity trend a couple years ago where it was like, you guys can text me now. And it would be like, Mm -hmm. you text this random ass number. And then it was clearly like automated messages Mm -hmm. that were like, oh, my God, thanks for texting Leah Michelle. Like, blah, 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 blah. That's who you picked. That's who came to mind. (laughs) Yikes. Thanks for texting me. We're best friends now. You know who does text me? Who? Reba. Reba texts you? You guys are on a texting basis? Let me show you, babe. Did she start all her texts with, hey, hey? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I really, really wish that um, she did. But yeah, it's even got a photo for her as well. Um, Oh, my God. Yeah, she, she texts me all the time. Um, it's all about like her charities and mm-hmm. things she's involved in. I don't know why I signed up, but I can't <laughs> tell you how exciting it is to wake up in the morning and check my phone and the first text is from Reba McIntyre with her little photo. I'm never changing oh, it. It's it. incredible. I don't even care what the texts say. <laughs> I just hope like one day I'm out and someone's like, was Reba texting you? <laughs> yeah, she oh, is. Shit. I should change all of my friends' names and my contacts to celebrities so people think of... I'm changing you to Reba. <laughs> yeah, until I'm calling you and you're like, who is the this? the fuck is this? You're going to have to put, like, one of our crazy photos that we took outside of that restaurant one time so that you can still see that it's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that I remember. I would know 100% if it was a text from you. You're. It would, oh, it would be like a pigeon game... <laughs> invitation i love to play game pigeon it's incredible it's a stu- pigeon game did i say pigeon game no i said pigeon you game. did you did um i was like no wait i think you said that but it's this silly little app that you can have within text messages where you can play games and the games are like cup pong which is beer pong um Battlefield, which is Battleship. Like, they're all mm-hmm. knockoff versions of games that you've played. And they're so much fun. I love them. Uh, and I sent them to all my pals. I'm so good at Cup Pong. Well, I'm good at Cup Pong with you. You at demolished my friend me. With, Cam- with, with my friend Cammie, she fucking destroys me every time. Like, I'll send her the Cup Pong and she's like, you feel like losing? All right, let's do it. And she wins every single time. <laughs> every single time. So... Yeah. Guys, Katie absolutely decimated me yesterday. She got she got 
the balls in twice in a row and then it gives you another chance mm-hmm. and then she got another two in and then it gives you another chance and she got another two in and I think you got like eight balls in a row I finished that turn and I texted you after and I was like I literally don't know how I did that I've never done that in my entire life like <laughs> I what it was crazy I'd never been I've better at it never been more impressed and at that moment I was like there's no saving me <laughs> There is, I'm going to walk into the ocean. You know what's There's no way I'm winning this. Is I'm so much better at these games when I am absolutely high out of my mind. <laughs> but when I'm sober, can't throw that ball for shit. But at night, when I'm cozy in bed and the joints have been a-flowing, straight in. They go straight in. <laughs> no idea. Can't explain it. It's your superpower. It is. Weed is my superpower, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I love this whole exchange when Chandler's telling them about his spanking problem. Mm-hmm. And Rachel's like, I would never, like, congratulate Monica by, like, grabbing her boob. And then Chandler makes this, like, motorboat joke mm-hmm. about Monica right in front of her brother, Roz. It's, it's really fun. <laughs> love it. Mm-hmm. Um, we all get... We also... I love this bit so much. We get this part at the end where Joey's like, rub something on your butt that smells bad. What could you rub on your butt that smells bad? And then he goes, what if Joey was president? (laughs) That whole exchange. So funny. I love, uh, you know I love early seasons Joey. I actually love Joey throughout. He's great. Especially... Joey is the one character to me, I think, in every single season that hits the spot every yeah, time. Yeah, 100%. He's always every great. Every time. He's always great. I, I'm a Joey stan. Me I too. Think, I think Joey might be my favorite friend. I'm just going to say it. Monica grown. falls off in the last three seasons. That girl is not there. Literally. Checked out. G- yeah, she checked the fuck out. I, and I also, I think part of that is the writing. I feel like they write her character really one-dimensional when we, like, as it keeps going. Maybe. But I love early seasons, Monica. I do too, because I've been watching, like, I've been watching a lot of Friends, and I'll jump around a lot, but I really like later seasons, like, Joey and Chandler, Mm -hmm. so I'll watch it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, Monica, are you acting it but at all? Like, I don't know. It's rough. And on a, the opposite scale, I feel like Ross and Phoebe get even better for me as time goes on. Ross in season nine is so fucking incredible. Him <laughs> with the tanning machine, with the whitening strips. There's just mm-hmm. so many. Incre- with the, the I'm fine. Yeah. And there's so much that happens that's incredible. And you know, everyone is like shitting on the whole, like, uh, uh, what are their names? Jesus. Joey and Rachel getting and Rachel. together. But we wouldn't have the raw scenes <laughs> of him absolutely losing his mind with the fajitas. And we need that. Yeah. We need it. Absolutely. Uh, the thing with that is, I feel like the writing for Ross's character is just so annoying at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And with Phoebe, they don't really know what to do with her at the beginning. Yeah. But, like, I think Lisa Kudrow and David Schwimmer are both, like, very consistent in their performances, Definitely. like, throughout it. I think it's literally just them figuring out, like, 
like the writers figuring out their strengths. I definitely agree. Now, speaking of strengths, speaking about finding your strengths, Mm. Pete is training for the UFC fight. Yes. With Hoshi. Um, His trainer. UFC. Ultimate fight. This is a real thing. I know. That it just... (laughs) Wow. Wow. Why didn't they ever abbreviate it so that I would understand what it is? No one's out here saying Ultimate Fighting Champion. Everyone's out here (laughs) saying UFC, duh. Wow. That is a real aha moment. That really is... (laughs) My goodness. Okay, continue. But like, wow. Okay. Now, I recognized Hoshi right away. This guy is in so many things. Oh. Um, Pete's trainer is played by James Hong. I did a little bit of research into this guy because I recognized him from an episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Oh. And then I realized that he's in like so many things. He has more than 650 film and TV credits. Oh my God. This guy has, he is like one of the most like can you imagine if you just started reading every single <laughs> and they are <laughs> i feel like i would die oh this in my head i was like you think booked. she's gonna read all of them and i was like oh no i don't think she is okay cool i won't but i will mention so he was in blade runner he was in everything everywhere all at once if you've seen that movie came out uh 2022 it's so good and I recognized his voice. He plays Chi Fu in Mulan. Oh. And that's that's like the assistant to um like not the Emperor, but like he's the one who's basically like there with the clipboard the whole time, being it's, like, Don't fuck this up. It's been a minute since I've seen Mulan. I won't lie. He's got the he's got the tall, like hat. You'll recognize I, him. I I would. I would if I saw it. Um and Monica is rightfully concerned that Pete is going to get his ass kicked. Uh, yes. Which, uh, who knows? I wonder what's going to happen with that. Why does she care so much? I mean, I guess I would be concerned if all of a sudden my boyfriend was like, hey, I'm going to be a UFC fighter because personally, I hate that shit. I think it's like, just me personally, clearly. Yeah. I hate UFC. I think like... I think stuff like that is just so barbaric, and I don't want to watch the person that I'm with, like, get the shit kicked out of them. So, like, don't go. It would also be a little bit of a turnoff to me. I'd be like, you need to do this? Like, like what? To prove your masculinity? Like, I'm not saying that's why he's doing it, but that's... I'm a judgmental bitch, and that's where I would go. (laughs) So... I... For me, I think, like, she handles it so selfishly. Like, it's crazy mm-hmm. to me that this is the end of their relationship. I agree with that for sure. I guess we'll we'll talk about that, I guess, at the last scene. But I do see what you're saying, and I do agree with that. Yeah. But I also understand her being like, yo, like, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? No, I get, I, yeah, that I would probably have pause for concern as well. Now, something we haven't talked about yet is the storyline with Rachel and Phoebe, where Phoebe asks Rachel, hey, is it okay if I set Ross up with my friend Bonnie? She's bald, whatever. Rachel is like, sure. And then they get to Central Perk, and Rachel meets Bonnie. And Bonnie is not bald. 
She was bald. But she's beautiful, and Rachel is pissed. I just thought of the best title ever. Okay, yes, you please, please write this down. I cannot wait. <laughs> Katie is laughing at herself. It's so funny. This the storyline is also so funny. And it's it ends so well at the beach. <laughs> Bonnie is played by Christine Taylor. We mentioned her a couple apple apple wow. apple apples. Couple apples. <laughs> That's what I call episodes. The giggles. <laughs> couple apples back. Couple we apples about back. <laughs> because she's married to Ben Stiller, who was in the Screamer episode. Mm-hmm. But she's been in Zoolander, Arrested Development. She played Marsha Brady in the Brady Bunch movie. Which- That's what I know her the most from. I love that movie. No one ever talks about that movie. Oh my god, I grew up watching that movie. That movie is so incredible, and I did not know until I was older that it is literally a parody. (laughs) (laughs) Took a while to understand that. I was like, what an interesting Brady Bunch movie. I was so obsessed with that movie when I was younger. I watched it so many times, and then I just rewatched it, like, a couple of months ago. I knew Every single line. Mm. I was like, it unlocked in my brain, and I was like, I know this movie back to front. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's just front one of to those. Back. I can like see, I can kind of like play it in my head without even needing to see it. And I did not know until I looked up her credits yesterday that she played Marsha Brady. Yeah, that's what I know her the most from in, in like my, my head. Spectacular. Love it. Why did I think you were going to say spaghetti? (laughs) Spaghetti, baby. (laughs) My brain was like, why is she going to say spaghetti? And then obviously you didn't. What's wrong with me? (laughs) She's got spaghetti on the brain, guys. I would love, you know, on my For You page on Instagram, they were showing me some sketties. And I love me a good pasta. Ooh, sometimes I'm just in the mood for like, a gourmet like spaghetti and meatballs mm. you know yeah from olive garden it. you know i have had the one from olive garden but i like to go to like the if you're gonna go to a nice italian oh, place joking. that's where you get the meatballs <laughs> yes no i was kidding <laughs> they changed you, well you get the tour of italy when you go to olive i garden. take a fo- i load that plane and i tour that shit but they changed the logo, or the slogan, I saw a commercial the other day, last night for it, and it was like, it wasn't like when you're here, your family, it was like, everybody's family when you're here, and I was like, <laughs> what? When here, when you're here, you breadsticks. <laughs> I was so excited to make the joke on my 30th, when you're here, you're 30, and I did, and I loved it, but um, everybody, like, nobody understood that I was at Olive Garden, and half of the people were responding to my tour of Italy like, oh my god, what Italian <laughs> restaurant is this? And I... It's, it's a little it's a little local L.A. hotspot. It's called Olive OG. Garden. Um, and I love it. <laughs> Nolan and I went to Olive Garden on New Year's Eve because we were in Vegas. And like everything in Vegas is either like a $400 meal mm-hmm. or like an Outback Steakhouse. Like... Yep, like a chain. Yes, that's so true. we were like, let's go to Olive Garden. Where is there? Get one? a bunch of lunch. 
Um, there's one. It's like right next to the M&M store. Oh, okay. Wonderful. I Which, love the M&M store. By the way, oh. at the M&M store, mm-hmm. there used to be a movie that was like, I, I left my M in Las Vegas and it was hilarious. And I dragged Nolan's ass all the way to the M&M store so that we could see the movie. I had seen it like two years prior and it was Gone. I know. I, I asked the same thing. I was like, where's the movie? They were like, we're not playing it anymore. Why? They took my movie. Yeah. And Nolan was like, oh, we can find it on YouTube. Like, it'll be okay. We'll watch it on YouTube. I was like, you don't understand. Mm. There was an interactive part at the movie. Mm-hmm. There was a part where the M&M would be talking to the employee. And then some, like, poor employee who, like... Soul had left their body at that point from working retail, would have to stand there and talk to the M&M and be like, oh, no, we'll find that M one day. And that was the funniest part. But I bet you that someone filmed it. Like, the the full show, I'm sure, is on YouTube. Did you look? I haven't looked because I was so sad. I was going to say you're so devastated you couldn't I'm stewing and brewing and I'm wallowing in self-pity. And then when I have the strength, I'll look it up. Did you go to the Coca-Cola factory as well? We did. I love both of those things. I, every time I'm in Vegas, I want to go. And my family's like, we've been a hundred times, we're not going. And I'm like, but that's, that's what we have. It's like, (laughs) it's one of the things you do, you know, you go to that you go to the Bellagio to see the fucking whatever the shit they're doing around the river bend <laughs> with the flowers and all of that. You know, I love to go to Treasure Island. I love Treasure Island. I love staying at Treasure Island. Their rooms are so cheap. It's just, mm-hmm. it's great there. I, lo- I love Treasure Island. It's a dump <laughs> and I love it. Oh, it's incredible. I love Vegas. I really, truly love it. I grew up going there a lot. It was so fun. I don't fun. know why, but, like, I did. And it was very fun as a kid, and then it's <laughs> fun as an adult, too. And that, that now I'm allowed on the carpet, you know, where you're allowed to gamble. One time I won a ton of money at a Sex in the City slot machine. <gasps> Saying Sex in the City slot machine when you don't know you're going to say it was a tongue twister. I was like, oh, my God. Sex in the slot machine. It was great. I won, like, the big thing, and it was, like, $1,000. It was so much fun. Oh, my God. That's amazing because in Sex in the City, when they go to Atlantic City to gamble, Carrie gets a $1,000 chip. chip. Yeah. I didn't mean to make you stop talking. <laughs> I don't know why you stopped talking. I was like... <laughs> Yes, I, well, I was waiting for you to interject. No, I thought, like, oh, I'll just say it at the same time as her. And then you stopped talking, and I was like, I messed up. I should have just let her talk. You're on notice. <laughs> Don't interrupt me again. I was like, oh, my God, she t- she stopped talking, and now we have dead air. That's never I what's supposed to were, happen. I thought you were going to say more. And I was like, is I she going to say something? And I was, I was like, oh, my God, she's not saying anything. you. <laughs> Should we talk about the bald girl? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about her. Uh, Rachel is pissed that Bonnie is so pretty. Everyone likes Bonnie. And I love this line where she's like, you owe me one bald girl. <laughs> why? Shave her head. It's great. Um, why is she all of a sudden into Ross again? I think it's more of a like, you know, you can be mad at your ex- or you could not want to be with them, but you still don't want to see them be happy. I mean. Like, one, what the fuck is Phoebe doing even thinking of setting Ross up with someone in the first place? 
And then two, why does Rachel even want to be together with him when she thinks in her head that he cheated on her? I would 100% be Rachel in this. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. But why I would Phoebe even put everyone, her through this? Like, on one level, of course. I'm a nice person. I, everyone I've dated, wonderful people, and I want them to be happy. But on a deeper, more primal level, yeah. I want them to never stop being in love with me and <laughs> never find anyone else ever again <laughs> and pine for me for the rest of their life. I get it. All right. I get it. Fine. It makes sense. But I just like, what the fuck is Phoebe doing? <laughs> I do agree with that. Phoebe is like a completely oblivious friend in the, like, yeah. I would never set up, I would never set up one, like, okay, I know she's friends with Ross and Rachel, but, like, you gotta stick with the girlies. I'm but also sorry. just don't cause conflict like this. It's not even picking any sides if you just don't do it. If you just, you know what I mean? Like, just don't offer up one of your hot friends for Ross to date and have sex with. Of course that would bother Rachel. I hate to say it. Maybe she's closer friends with Bonnie than she is with Rachel. She has a life outside mm. of this group. Out of all of I them. Guess. She I guess. She has the most life outside of this group. You know what? What we know of Bonnie, she's cool enough to shave her head, and she's a sexually aggressive person. We need to get her into that friend group that we've been creating. We with, do. With Isaac and the copy place girl. Yeah, she definitely belongs her. with them. She needs to be in that spinoff with Oh, my them. God. She absolutely oh God. does. You're so fucking Add her right. In. Yep. Add her in. Add her right fucking in, dude. <laughs> now, at work, at Chandler's office, all of the guys are jealous of Chandler getting these spankings. They're all like, you're the favorite. He loves you. I wish he slapped my ass. I love any time we get an insight into Chandler's work life. Me too. Every time it's so good. Because if you think about it, he's really like... Out of all of the friends, he's really the one who has the most, like, he's the only representative of, like, corporate America. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we need that insight. There's a lot of people in their 20s and 30s in corporate America. We need him for this. We do. And I often think about that episode where that guy at his work thinks his name is Toby. Oh, my God. And... There's just so many good ones. The work laugh. Mm -hmm. I, the one where we talked about this, where Joey comes to like work with him and creates like his imaginary wife and kids. Oh, it's so good. Every, yeah. I'm thinking of sleeping with her. You know what? I, I just, just did. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. As we're talking about this, you're, I'm like, you know what? Katie's making a good case for the, the spanking storyline. I'm liking it a little more now. It's fucking great. Now, we have to talk about Pete's first UFC fight. Yes. Where, as Monica predicted, he will get the absolute shit kicked out of him. Mm -hmm. um, we're opening with this exterior shot of the... It's supposed to be in New York where they're doing this, but this is actually a shot of the Hubert Humphrey Megadome in Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is a real place that they do UFC fighting. I... And want to go into any place that's called a megadome are you kidding <laughs> i can't look at it without wanting to say dimadome doug dimadome right doug dimadome i was about to say the same thing and then i was like no one's gonna know what this is 
Also, I have not been mindful at all about my loud laughing or my screaming. Oh my god. It'll be okay. I'll figure it out. I'm so in the edit. I'm so <laughs> self-conscious wow. about it. Mention Doug Dimmodome and the women go wild. <laughs> and I'm absolutely, absolutely feral, feral at that reference. <laughs> oh my god! We just said the exact same thing! And I never used the term feral. Oh that was crazy. Can I tell you I love this episode? <laughs> I, we just said the same thing. What was the thing that I realized last time on the episode that you said was the funniest thing I'd ever said? Oh, when you realized that Bruce Willis, like, <laughs> you, the way that you, you knew Bruce Willis was at the baby from look. Look who's talking. Are you sure that was it? Wasn't there something else that happened that you were even Katie, more shocked I'll never by? forget that moment. <laughs> <laughs> there was something else I think that you said that shocked me, but that, that, like, it's wiped away in comparison to the realization that Bruce Willis was n- known for Die Hard <laughs> and not just as the baby from Look Who's Talking. Can I give you some homework, though, to watch Look Who's Talking? Yes, I will a, watch. Like it's a great, talking. it's a great movie, and I just need you to experience. Like this movie was such a staple in my childhood, and I watched it so much <laughs> that of course th- that is going to be what I know we, him from. Why are you not doing this alongside me? Let's hang out, get high, and watch Look Who's Talking. I'm going to make you come here together. Though. <laughs> I'm going to make you come <laughs> in here in true fashion. <laughs> You guys, I'm never going to her house. We discussed it at my birthday party that I <laughs> literally forced... Katie didn't even forced... come to my Christmas party because she was deathly ill. I was dying. So... I wanted to be there, trust me, but I was absolutely dying. So at this point, it's just never going to happen. I'm never allowed to come over. If and when I get married, I'm going to have to hold it in Katie's, like, <laughs> courtyard of her condominium <laughs> complex because that's the only way she'll show up. <laughs> If you're not coming out to me or coming to my favorite re- Mexican <laughs> restaurant, I don't want to hang out. <laughs> yeah, then she doesn't want anything to do with you. I'm so selfish, it hurts. <laughs> but I'll be like, I'll pay oh, for your shit. gas or I'll pay for your meal to come out here. I will make it worth okay, I'll your I'll pay time. for your wedding. Or Just I'll, like, in my I'll give you a big bag of weed. Like, I, I have options. <laughs> you can pick A, B, or C, and I'll see you when you get here. That's fair. And I'm easily bribed, so that's fine with me. You it works. Gotta, yeah, you just gotta make it worth their while. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, back to the UFC fight. Yes. Um, the size he- of the popcorn that Ross gets makes me so happy. The drink <laughs> and the popcorn. It's And he's like, and I get to keep the cup. The ultimate fighting combo. <laughs> Now, this guy that Pete is fighting is a real heavyweight fighter. This oh, is nice. Tank Abbott. And they used a real UFC ref. So, like, they it's tried legit. to get this as, yeah, as legit as possible. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as we would expect, Pete does terribly. Yeah. Um, after the fight, Monica goes to talk to Pete and... She's just like, now you did it and you can stop doing it. And just assumes that, like, he's going to give up after one round. Right. And, see, we've talked before about how I think, like, even though Pete and Monica, like, the storyline doesn't really go that far, I actually really, really like Pete. I do, too. Because this conversation, he's like... 
I've done so many, like he's 29. He's done so many things with his life. He's like, I had to make like 800 something computers before I made it big and like became a billionaire. And if you think I'm going to give up after like one failed attempt to like, it's not going to happen. And I so admire this. I do too. And I can't believe that Monica literally leaves his ass because of it. Yeah, let's talk about that scene where he, you know, he tries it a bunch of other times. She goes to meet up with him after one of his fights and he's in a full body cast. I mean, it's rough. (laughs) He's literally in a head to toe cast. Like, why is he not in the hospital? Like, I don't know. And then they they break up and then she leaves and he's like, can you leave a note? Because I'm on so many pain pills. I'm afraid I'm not going to remember it. Yeah. And she just walks out. She's like, fuck yeah. this guy. I'm done with this shit. I, like, this exchange to me is so, like, this is why I love early seasons Monica, because I feel like they give her so many good, like, relationships during this time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it when she's with Chandler. Yeah. But, like, love the Richard storyline. I love this storyline. I do this like whole... seeing her date. Mm-hmm. But she's so cute. Yeah. But this whole exchange where he's like, if you're asking me to quit, you're asking me to be someone I'm not. Fair. And then she's like, I don't want to watch this happen. Fair. But also, like, I I just don't think that, like, I think if, like, he's, like, the kind of person where it's like, I would believe, if I was dating him, I would believe that he could do it. Mm-hmm. Because he's proven that he's accomplished every other goal that, like, yeah. he's set out to do. That's so rare in people, you know? Like, I would believe that he was going to do it. So the fact that she, like, doesn't believe in him, I'm like, you should break up. Yeah, but I just think it's so rude that she's just like, peace. It, it, I don't know. <laughs> like, it, they've. it's a weird reason to break up, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a little strange. I feel like... Mm-hmm. And she's even like, you suck at this. You're terrible. You're the worst fighter in the world. I get it. She's trying to, like, be the voice of reason here. And mm-hmm. I think if it were anyone else, if this was fucking Chandler, I'd be like, set him straight. Right. <laughs> but I just, I guess that's just not, that's just where they become incompatible. Like, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't want to date somebody in, like, a fucking body cast. You know what I mean? And, like, if it was making me uncomfortable and they're not listening to, like, my needs, and there's no compromise, and, like, I don't know, I just feel like there could have been, like, a few more conversations about it. I also think that maybe the storyline could have gone differently where he did win, and it wasn't a whole thing. Like, in my head, I was like, oh, I kind of wish that, like, there was an alternate storyline where, like, he did win after, like, a few tries, and then they break Mm -hmm. up for another reason, like, down the road or something. Like, he's gonna move or something, because that's the next big Mm -hmm. thing that he needs to do, and she doesn't want to go with him or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a part of me that wishes that it ended differently, because I don't love the way that it ends, and I also hate that, like, the last conversation that they have is, like, her just leaving after he's like, I'm fucked up, can you Mm -hmm. help me out? Like, I don't know, I just... Even though it's a joke, like, in real life, if you think about it, like, that would be a rough breakup. I don't know. I just, I don't love it. I don't love that ending to their relationship in the end. Or even if he had, like, won, let's say he wins and she's still like, you know what? I don't really want to be with someone who is a UFC fighter. Yeah. I think that's fair. I would not want to date a UFC fighter. Right. So, like, even if he won, I feel like it would be 
like I think it's a valid reason but I also am just like I feel like it's less about that and more of the fact that like she never really liked him like also that he had to con- he had to convince her so hard to yeah. like date him mm-hmm. he had to buy her a restaurant to 100%. like date him yeah and she's like what like she has no faith in him even though like like should she even know him like she ha- she has no faith that he's gonna like make this happen it's so true. it's just like maybe they just were in the end i guess yeah, yeah you're right they just weren't compatible I think they're just not compatible. And we never hear about Sweetie Petey ever again. Ever again. again. Like, so he's sad. just gone. He's like, dead that's and gone. It. Yeah, Richard keeps making returns, but Petey, yeah. see you, Sweetie. I would have <laughs> loved it if he had come back at some point just to see. It would have been really hilarious if at some point, like, season eight or something, there was, like, a poster for, like, like a billboard or something. They're walking down the street, and there's a ad for like some UFC fight that's gonna be on later yeah. and Sweetie Petey's on, Is the on it yes that'd be fucking incredible 100 that would have been amazing yes that would have been great <laughs> and I also think it's weird that they all watch his next fight after they break up yeah that's like that's like the last scene in this episode is them watching the fight and I wrote in my notes like why, how would he have recovered in this amount of time? It's just, like, it this make, is, like, the next week. doesn't make any sense. He was just on a full body cast and on so much Vicodin. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it really makes absolutely no sense. None. Hate, hate the storyline. See you, sweetie PD. Have a good one, babes. Pour one out. <laughs> now, the next day, Chandler uh, talks to his boss about how he doesn't want to be spanked because he has a sensitive butt. Oh, my God. My cat is jumps up on my computer and he's oh taking God. screenshots of this <laughs> get off get off soon. he says but it's so warm i would like to lay down on the computer please <laughs> oh no he just touched a bunch of shit on here okay i think i'm still recording. as long as you're still <laughs> recording <laughs> i would have been so mad <laughs> this is a good episode we can't lose it um you know what doug actually respects Chandler's boundary on this. I'm kind of surprised by he that. Does. He does. He's like, you know what? I, I got you. He seems like an asshole, but he kind of seems like a good boss. <laughs> yes, but I do think you need to be on his good side in order to be respected. Yeah, that's true. He's not someone that you can actually be like, you're not going to want to hang out with him outside no. of work. And we're no. going to find out why yeah. uh, in season five when we see him hanging out with Monica and Chandler. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love that Chandler's boss loves him. Because I do, too. We have so many storylines about, like, Chandler being like, no one likes me. And, like, he's always, like, the loser. So I love that he does well at his job. Me, too. Me, too. <laughs> um... I feel like a lot of these scenes are a little bit repetitive. We have oh, yeah. more of the balls, the talking, Bonnie, yeah, Rachel, yeah, and Phoebe. Yeah, I do love this scene where Rachel and Phoebe are walking down the street and they're playing "Would You Rather," and the "Would You Rather" is "Would you rather live in the shirt pocket of a sweaty giant or inside his shower drain?" Where do you stand on this, Katie? Um, well, I a shower drain seems wet. <laughs> and dark and I don't want that but I guess sweaty pocket is also wet but I'd pick pocket for sure <laughs> what would you pick um I'm picking 
I think I'm picking the pocket. I yeah. can't do the shower drain. There's I probably can't. hair in there. I can't. It's too much. It's wet. It's moldy. I it, no 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 no. <laughs> bye bye. This did have me come up with two of my own. Would you rather's oh, friends love. edition? Love if you'd like to hear. It. I would love to hear them. Katie, would you rather uh, wait on a table that has Rachel's dad as one of the guests? Or have Janice sing at your wedding? I'd rather have Janice sing at my wedding. <laughs> I feel like Rachel's dad is going to make me question my existence. And I'm going to try to shower the night off at the end of the night. But I'll never be able to get his comments out of my head. Like, no way am I going to deal with that man. And I would be honored if Janice would sing at my wedding. So I think that is definitely going to be my answer. It's an incredible <laughs> question. What's the other one? Uh, I agree with you. That is sound logic. I would never wait on her Mm-mm. dad. This next one is this is the toughest one. And I'm sorry because I only had time to write down two would you rathers, but maybe we'll come up with some more later. I'd love that. Um, <laughs> would you rather spend one year living with season one Ross and Marcel the monkey <laughs> or have your toe chopped off on Thanksgiving? <laughs> have my toe chopped off it's so much faster (laughs) it's traumatic but it's faster and Chandler doesn't even really fucking remember it apparently so it couldn't (laughs) have been that bad um so I I'd rather die than live with that season of Ross and a monkey like I I would so yeah chop off all my toes if you want you don't think you'd miss the tip no (laughs) no Chandler says no I wouldn't I would not To, to be away from Ross and Marcel? I'm allergic to monkeys. I can't. It's a no for me. <laughs> I gotta think of some more of these because they're pretty That, is, that was so much fun. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed it. Is it time for me to say my title yet? Because I can't wait to say it. Oh, we're, we're almost there. Okay. Um... Oh, man. I Oh, I was just going to say, we're going to see more of Bonnie. So this yes. storyline has not wrapped up, but we'll see. I the love next the beach episodes. So I'm very excited mm-hmm. to watch those episodes. Yeah, there's a lot to say about those. Yes, those are always incredible. Now, the next day at work, everyone gets spanks but Chandler, and he misses it. Mm-hmm. And Doug gives him a nice, respectful handshake. handshake. Thanks the for guy- all you've done for the company. We couldn't do it without you. <laughs> The guy who comes back and he's like, I forgot my briefcase. Because he wants it's, another butt slap. It's a butt slap. <laughs> now, Katie, we haven't talked about the most important thing that happened in this episode. Which is? And I texted you about it yesterday. Oh my god, I literally I, didn't even realize it. I couldn't contain my excitement. Um, The last scene. Mm-hmm. Everyone's watching Petey Pie's UFC fight on TV. And there is a Michael Gunderson sighting. I forgot to look. For those of you who don't remember, Michael who Gunderson. Don't remember. How could fuck you not? them? Michael Gunderson is the actor who plays Baby Ben. First season's Baby Ben. And there's a moment in the lesbian wedding episode where he is replaced unceremoniously by another baby for like 20 seconds. And then he makes his grand return later in the episode. Michael Gunderson, they're always trying to keep him down. They replace him with those two bowl cut twins yep. later. Yep. And really no one could do the job that Michael Gunderson did. It's he set true. the precedent. He did. 
for what baby Ben was, but we have not seen him in quite some time. No. Until today, it's good ladies to see and him. gentlemen, mm. because as they're watching the fight, if you look on the side table, you will see a framed photo of Monica holding baby Ben. Mm. And which baby Ben would you ask? Is it bowl cut baby Ben? Is it random brunette baby Ben? No, no. it's Michael Gunderson baby Ben. And our I favorite. Sent, our favorite one. And I sent Katie a screaming voice note <laughs> when I saw it last night as I watched the episode. Not only did she send me that, I woke up to <laughs> a 29 second voice note from her and underneath it it said that's me singing bruno mars and i just i played it and that's what woke me up this morning that was my alarm thank you (gasps) i don't even remember which like song i sang (laughs) i just sometimes your texts are so unhinged and i'm not expecting whatever it is and it makes me laugh even harder. Never in a million years did I think I would wake up to a text where you're like, that's me singing Bruno Mars for 30 <laughs> seconds. No context, no explanation, none needed. Thank you for gracing me, honestly. The saddest part was that I sent that to someone else because I thought it was so funny and they never responded. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. Like they're just like, yeah, yeah, like another day of this shit. Another day of fucking texting with Chloe. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, Katie, I literally cannot wait. All right, I'm going to save it for last. Titles. Okay, wait. Do you want me to go first and then that will be like, you yes. can do yours and then it'll be like the cap The off? grand finale, yes. Okay, so my titles are The One with the Spanking. Mm-hmm. One with all the spanking. Um, The One with the Girl Who Was Bald. Yep. And the one where Monica taps out. Ooh, this that's is, a very good one. I like is that. An MMA fighting term. She's yep. boop, boop, tapping yep. out of the relationship. That's a very clever one. I, that is my favorite. So my original ones were the mm-hmm. one with the bald girl, boring, whatever, you know? The one with all the ass slapping. I kind of like that one. I'm not <laughs> mad at that one. It's funny. The ass I slap. Like I just love that they said slap so much. This one's super boring. It was the one with Chandler's boss. I don't know. I couldn't think of a third one. It was rough. This is a hard episode to do the titles for. But then it struck me in the middle of the episode. Mm -hmm. No one's going to think this is funny about me. The one with the bald and the beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's so silly. Like the bold and the beautiful, the soap opera. <laughs> and this truly is a soap opera because, you know, there's drama, there's betrayal. Phoebe's betraying her friend. Want to hear something random? Yes. I was on like six episodes of the bold and the beautiful. <laughs> Katie, do you have footage of this? Yeah. I didn't know you were an actress. I'll send it to you. It's How did really you get fun. That? Um, th- nepotism. Uh, they, <laughs> they're fans of my dad and they were like, does Katie want to come on the show? And he was like, yeah. And I went and auditioned and they gave me this cutie little part and I did, I did a lot of episodes and it was one of the best times I've ever had in my entire life. Oh my God. That sounds so fun. I played, um, a like copycat of a little old lady because one of the main characters <laughs> 
she makes lemon bars and that's her thing and I was obsessed with dressing like her and also making lemon bars now the funniest (laughs) thing was is that during my scene they gave me a box of lemon bars and I was supposed to take a bite out of them and then say my line I ate about six lemon bars and then the producer came over the intercom and goes Katie you don't have to eat an entire lemon bar, you can just take small bites and spit them out. And I was like, oh my god, thank god. I was so sick. I had had so many lemon bars. And we we were not done. Oh um, no! But they were like, we loved how you played the part and you got powdered sugar all over your outfit. I didn't plan for that, sweetie. I ate six <laughs> lemon bars. What are you talking about? And I used to love lemon bars, but I... You know, I haven't really returned since my uh, Bold and the Beautiful <laughs> stint, but I do have photos, I do have video, and I will send it to you. Oh my god, that is amazing. I think my 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 name was Christina on the show, so mm. good times. I'm gonna Google that shit as uh, soon as we stop this. <laughs> I look so crazy and fun. <laughs> um, where can everybody, uh, yeah, it was fun, where can everybody find you? You guys can find me on TikTok and Instagram at cuckoo for Clo-Clo-Puffs. Now it's my turn, Katie. It's your turn. To do it. I'm going to do it. Where can everyone find a you? <laughs> guys, I finally got to do it this time. I'm so excited. And I thought that when I said it, I was like, she's going to get to do it. She's going to be really excited about it. <laughs> I just love that that's become a standing thing for this show because I don't know why I would say that every time, but I do. And now I can't stop. You can find me everywhere at little baby Kate. And I literally almost just said it because I'm not used to not saying it right after I say little baby Kate. <laughs> We're mixing it up here We're today. mixing it up. If you enjoyed what you heard and you feel so inclined, go ahead and head on to iTunes, give us a five-star review, leave a comment. We'll re- we'll we'll do it. You can also leave us a rating on Spotify. Wherever you listen, give yes. us a rating, drop a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And if I you have friends who enjoy it. friends, you tell them about this show. You tell them mm-hmm. about it cuz they'd like it. You tell them and you don't stop telling them. And you tell them every day until they come back and they say, you know what? I listened to they were on a break. <laughs> you and know then what? You can release them from this prison. <laughs> <laughs> God, this has been such a like such manic energy in this oh, episode, and I, I love it. I am PMSing, and I texted my sister this morning and I said, I am so manic from my PMS. So I'm glad that the vibes are carrying on. <laughs> god we have one more episode of season three and then it's the friendlies i can't wait i can't wait either this is gonna be fantastic all right guys we'll see you next week bye i'm waving go to the beach i'm waving as if you guys can see me bye Bye. guys love you guys